0: You are listening to the Testudo Times Podcast Network.
1: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Testudo Times Outtakes Podcast. I'm your host, Lila Bromberg, here with my co-host, Matt Levine. And today we're joined by Maryland's basketball, Jarris Hamilton, who was just uh, got his, was deemed eligible by the NCAA. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing really well about yourself.
1: Good. Um, so you obviously, you know, finally got to hear back about your eligibility. You know, great news for the team to be able to have you uh, to play this season. But let's kind of just start going back to your high school days. Um, I, you were originally offered by Mark Turgeon and his staff when, you know, you were a top 50 high school player uh, in high school, right? Mm-hmm. So, though you ended up at Boston College. What kind of stood out to you most about the coaching staff and, and the school at that point?
2: Well, I just knew that there was a really great coaching staff, and that they had really good success. You know, 'cause they have been they have been doing really good things with with the, how Maryland's been playing up here and all that. So I was definitely intrigued and had some had some connections to them. So it was just nice and easy just to have a build a relationship with Coach Trujillo back in high school, and just to start that back up
0: again. You know, coming from leaving from Boston College. And in high school, also, you were on a Nike EYBL team that took part in a lot of NBA camps. So you went up with battles against other top prospects. What was that like for you?
2: It was fun. It was fun, you know, because I just love
0: to compete against the best, no matter what.
2: And So it was just fun just to go out there and just, you know, see when my, my game leveled up against some of the top players, you know, in our class. And I felt that I did pretty well going against
0: that competition. And who are some of those guys you – or favorite guys you like to go up against?
2: Uh, I don't really have a favorite. I mean, I played against a lot of guys, so it was it was different. I mean, I played against like Zion, Cam, Reddish. Uh, who else? A lot of a lot of a lot of good cats. So I can't even think of all the names, honestly. But it was just fun, just you know, to be able to to measure my game against the top top talent in our grade.
1: Of any of those battles that kind of, you know, you still remember games, you kind of still remember going up against those guys?
2: Uh, I remember a couple camps, a couple games, you know, just, you know, getting in the zone, having, having my days and stuff like that, but nothing really in particular.
1: And I know most of your childhood was uh, in North Carolina, but you lived in the area when, uh, you know, your brother attended St. Francis back in 2014, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, what was that experience like, just kind of spending that year in Baltimore?
2: Uh, it was really different coming from – I was born in Charlotte, so I knew Charlotte my whole life. And just coming up here to a whole different city, whole different area, it was just – it was really different, but it was nice. though. It was, it was nice to see a whole different part of the world and just see a big culture's change and how things – how things and how normal life is up here. So it was definitely a fun and exciting time for us as well.
1: So we, when we had Galen Smith on the podcast after he committed over the summer, he had said one of the things he was most looking forward to about coming to the area was like having like Maryland crabs for the first time. Had you, have you already had that experience, then, living in the area in
2: 2014? Uh, I did not. Actually, you I lived not, in the area never, and didn't get
1: crabs?
2: Yeah. I haven't, had, I haven't had any Maryland seafood. So, yeah, I definitely got <laughs> to reach out for that year. I, I never had when I was up here the first time, so I definitely got to do that.
1: And just your brother, like how much did he kind of influence you, um, especially as a basketball player?
2: Oh, he influenced me a lot, you know, just seeing his determination and his hard work with going through consistent consistently obstacle after going through obstacles and everything and so, you know, just his hard work and his value to the game, you know, I I always appreciated like how much how how hard he's worked and that's such sort of a great example for myself growing
0: up. And sort of transitioning now into collegiate days, um, you transferred to Maryland in April. But can you just talk about what that pros- the process was like for you? Transfer process, looking at different schools, and then ultimately choosing Maryland. Well, it was
2: uh, it was definitely weird because since the outbreak of the virus, nobody was like allowed to go visit schools and everything. So it was just like a whole different weird time, and just a lot of voice calls and. You know, a lot of zones and stuff like that, just, you know, try to get a relationship based with certain people. But, you know, I felt that like me and me and Coach Turge and already built a great relationship back in high school when we were communicating back then. And it just really picked off from where I left off, you know, when we started talking again this April. So, you know, it was it was definitely it was definitely felt like this was, this was the place I needed to be.
1: And then you mentioned kind of how it was weird just doing everything over Zoom calls, but then also kind of what was that like to then kind of move and and you know actually like transition physically you know during the pandemic.
2: What do you mean by physically?
1: Like like to actually like once you kind of enrolled and stuff like that, just kind of starting a new college in the middle of the pandemic.
2: Oh okay. Oh yeah. No, it's definitely it's definitely different. It's definitely not what I've experienced how living college was before. You know. It's, it's definitely was not, it was, it was not a really quick, easy adjustment, but, you know, having these guys around that we have, you know, on our team and all the players and the managers and guys that we have, it's like a big family base, so we're all really close with each other, so, you know, just building that friendship with these guys, you know, made it a whole lot easier than it would have been.
1: Right, do you feel like you've kind of just been able to bond with those guys a bit more, just you know, because you guys are all kind of, you know, stuck in your apartments and stuff like that? Yeah,
2: yeah, of course. We have no really where else to go. So, you know, we all really around each other together. So, you know, it's just great, you know, just to bond with the guys, you know, and just start to really figure out people and what they like to do and stuff like that.
1: So uh, who are you uh, rooming with? Who are you placing an apartment with?
2: I'm with Eric. Yeah, so me and Eric, we just be hanging out, just chilling and stuff, just watching games, playing video games, stuff like that. I know
1: he's very competitive about 2K. Yeah, I was in yeah. a debate on my team last year of like who was the best at 2K.
2: Oh, yeah. no, nah, nah, he's good, though. He's definitely good. There's definitely been some competition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what has it been like kind of just living in Boston for two years and then now transitioning here?
2: Uh, It's been um definitely, definitely a lot warmer than it usually was honestly so but uh, it's been it's been nice though it hasn't been um hasn't been crazy as the crazy of a change you know this is both uh northern places and where i'm used to being so it's gonna be colder and stuff like that but it's definitely just been nice you know just just seeing a whole different you know a whole different university being
0: around a whole different feeling a whole different vibe you know it's just been
2: it's been great just to you know be here
0: and then on Tuesday you become immediately eligible. What was that initial feeling when Coach Turgeon announced that at practice?
2: Oh, it was definitely it was definitely a moment of relief. You know, I didn't know how long for a long time I didn't know how long I was gonna be if I was gonna be able to be eligible for this year and things like that. So it was definitely just, you know, I was very excited and just very thankful in the moment that, you know, things actually really came through and came through on a positive side since we have been trying to get the waiver for so long.
1: Yeah, that was definitely kind of a, a crazy process, especially with just some of the uh, transfers that we're going through this summer. So, you know, glad you were able to get that. And you know, now you're you're joining a team that, you know, won a big 10 title last year and, and lost two of its best players. Um, I guess just kind of first off, like, what was that ring ceremony like for you to kind of, like, see that celebration and to kind of uh, be able to see, like, the fruits of that labor?
2: Well, definitely. It was definitely a great, you know, ceremony, you know, just to see the guys and just see the old players, you know, from last year come back and just see how united and how close the chemistry that they all had together and just seeing that, like, seeing why they were such a successful team and how they did so well. But also being a part of, like as a new kid, you know, a little bit of jealousy, like, man, I want to get my own ring as well, too. So it definitely a lot of it got a lot of a lot of motivation from that day, you know, to come back out this year and try to, you know, do, do something special again.
1: Right. And kind of with that motivation and hunger for you guys to do that again, like how has it been, you know, just do, at practice so far? How do you think, uh, you know, everyone is looking just kind of, you know, getting a lot less than a month away from the season?
2: Oh, we look we're looking real good, you know. We we play a lot, we're a very competitive team, you know, we get at each other, you know, we're very honest and very open with each other too. So I think that I think we're looking really good, you know. We've been we've been we've been really we've been really getting our chemistry up a whole lot better with having a whole lot of new guys coming in. So I think we've been looking really good, ready to shack a lot of people.
1: Yeah, like you know, you guys are a very new roster, there's you know, definitely a lot of buzz with other teams around the Big Ten. And, you know, you guys have been kind of overlooked. People are underestimating you. Like, how kind of hungry does that make you guys? And what's that mentality uh, been like?
2: Oh, no, it definitely makes us hungry, you know. Anybody that doubts us is going to make us even hungrier, you know. We got a bunch. Of, we got a bunch of like dogs on this team that you know want to win at all costs. You know, and want to win and just and just wants the team to win. So I think that we. I think that's been our focus, our priority. You know, in this preseason and now getting into these actual practices, we've been focusing on. You know, you know all the people that have been saying a lot of negative things around us. How you know, just coming back to shock a lot of people
0: who had us written off. And as a six eight. Two hundred thirty-plus pound power forward. How do you see yourself fitting into this Maryland roster?
2: Uh, I see myself bringing a lot of versatility. A lot of um, there's a lot of things that you know you can always bring to the game. Just a great, good defender. Can defend a lot of different positions. You know, versatility to score, to, to distribute, to get other people going, and stuff like that. Just being able to make plays for myself and make plays for others. So. I think I, can, I think I can really help out this team a lot.
0: And what do you think the transition from the ACC to the Big Ten will be like in terms of physicality and size? Because, as you know, the Big Ten has phenomenal big men like Luca Garza, Kofi Coburn, and yeah. so many others.
2: Yeah, um, honestly, that's one thing I'm looking forward to seeing. Honestly, I really can't – I don't understand I – I can't – because I haven't been able to be been in a game-type setting, a game-type field. So I know how the ACC is. I've played in there for two years. So that's definitely – I'm definitely looking forward to just seeing how physical you know, what's the game speed like. Are they just the energy of a big team game compared to an ACC game?
1: And you mentioned, uh, you know, being in the same apartment, you know, as Eric, what are some other guys that you've kind of instantly bonded with since uh, transferring?
2: Uh I've been bonding basically. I mean, we're, we're a really close team. Everybody's tight together. I mean, I hang out with Galen, hang out with Daryl, hang out with hang out with uh, Quan and Marcus, the freshman. Like I hang out with everybody, like everybody everybody on this team is pretty pretty close, pretty intact, you know, so we all just really like to enjoy our company with each other.
1: So did that kind of chemistry just form quickly, even though you guys were, you know, such a new team?
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it definitely formed quickly because, you know, it was it was, was kind of like forced, you know, because we had nowhere else we could really go,
0: especially with the COVID and everything. So we all just was around each other. So before we let you go, Jairus, we're going to do a quick rapid-fire question segment just to let everyone get to know you a little bit better. So the first one is, if you had to pick three words to describe yourself, what would they be? Uh, Sheesh, like I gotta say uh
2: pretty I would say dang, I don't know. I'll probably say uh pretty reserved if you don't I mean I don't know, it's hard to say that reserved, if you don't know me, but I'm not really that reserved, I guess, uh fun. I like to just have fun outgoing and I guess just uh very meticulous, I guess, with what all things I do. I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, Who was your basketball <laughs> idol growing up?
0: My basketball idol was T-Mac. Do you have a uh, specific pregame routine?
2: Pregame routine? I was just listening to music. Music. I listen listen to music. I'm, I'm ready to go. What music would you be listening to? Probably any type of rap, honestly. Yeah.
1: Uh, And what kind of gets you more hype in a game, uh, a block or a dunk?
2: Am I doing it or is more my teammates doing it? For you. For me, a block. A block gave me hype. Yeah, I thought
1: guys would say dunk, but whenever we've guys on, they say a block.
2: Nah, it's just that that feeling you get from, like, sending somebody's shot away. Nah, it's different. It's different.
0: (laughs) What is your favorite pair of shoes to play in?
2: Favorite pair of shoes to play in, uh, I don't know, probably some Steph Curry's, I guess.
1: And uh, what is your favorite TV show, or like, what, did, what were you watching during quarantine?
2: I watched a lot of The Sopranos. I watched a lot of that, so I went back and watched that, so yeah.
1: That's been something that people have been telling me to watch, but I haven't gotten around to yet.
0: You should watch it. It's, a, it's right. a real
2: good show. It's a real good
0: show. And what is your favorite food? Favorite food?
2: Uh, Probably Italian food. Pizza, spaghetti, I love it.
1: And you mentioned, we were talking about 2K a little bit. What is your uh, favorite video game?
2: Uh, Favorite video game? Yeah, it would be 2K. Yeah, basically.
0: And if you played another sport other than basketball, what would that be?
2: Baseball.
1: Did you you play it all growing up?
2: Yeah, I played for thirteen years. Yeah, so I played a long time.
1: What uh, what kind of went into that decision to go with basketball over baseball?
2: Uh, it was just uh, when I started getting older, I started realizing what I liked more, what I was just doing, you know, because other people were doing it basically, and I just realized I like basketball more than baseball.
1: And. Uh, last but not least, uh, do you have any hidden talents that Turt fans should know about?
2: Uh, I self-taught myself how to play a couple songs of Beethoven on the piano, so I know a little bit of the piano, but now nah, I'm not really fully, fully there yet.
1: <laughs> nice, nice.
0: So thank you so much, Jaris, for joining us. We're really excited to see you suit up this year, mm-hmm. and we thank everybody for joining us on this edition of the Outtakes podcast, Matt Levine and Lila Bromberg with Jarris Hamilton.
2: Thank you for having me.